BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back. What We Said podcast. Happy Tuesday, you guys. I hope you're having a great day. And I'm sorry ahead of time. I'm just going to give a disclaimer that I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. So I sound a little nasally, more nasally than usual. You know what I was just thinking when we... We're recording is that mm. you haven't sounded like that for a long time. No. I feel like you used to get more sick like that often. Yeah. I haven't been sick in a long time like this, like where I have a cold, mm-hmm. full on cold. And it's the worst thing in the world to have to freaking blow your nose all the time. Be taking what's that stuff you spray up your nose? Blownaise? Yeah. Uh, my eyes are so itchy. I don't even know what the difference is between allergies, colds, flu, like all those things. Well, I do know. I've researched it extensively. <laughs> Actually. <I> anxiety, but. <laughs> Liz um, has been sneezing up a storm the yes. past few days, but shockingly, I haven't. I don't know when it's going to catch on to me, but yeah. um, I I've feel just, like my allergies are always crazy during this time too. I know. Well, my I, I'm pretty sure mine's like a cold because mm-hmm. when I tilt my head forward, I can feel the pressure like going into my sinuses. And even when I push on my sinuses or touch my head, it's like, a it's like a sinus sensitive. cold then, right? Or yeah, like it's a, like a head cold. I don't know what the, I don't, I don't know. I'm no doctor, obviously. You guys didn't know that by now. Shocked. I do not have my doctorate degree in any kind of medicinal field. So that is the worst to feel like that and to be blowing your nose all the time and have like yeah. a scratchy throat. I will try my best. Uh, I love having a scratchy, sexy voice, but I don't have that. I have the nasally one. But the feeling, the (laughs) feeling of the scratch when you swallow. I've been seeing so many throwback TikToks of Miley Cyrus. Have you been seeing those on your free page? Mm -mm. Of her in her, I guess, maybe teens, maybe late teens. And she is unhinged and honestly such a vibe. She's, what were they saying? It was this, it was during the swine flu and paparazzi came behind her. Like she's getting her car. I want to say she was maybe 16. And they're like, Miley, Miley, are you scared of the swine flu? And she's like, are you? She's like, oh, it's got me thinking about it. It's chicken nuggets. <laughs> <gasps> I have never seen that. Oh the swine gosh. flu. <laughs> that was I like. I have to send it to you. I was dying. That was like the. Vintage. Yeah, that's vintage. But that was. I was so scared of that. <laughs> oh, same. I was in seventh terrified. Grade. I was in seventh grade. I must I have been too then. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had flyers on our bathroom walls at school that were like beware of the swine flu swine flu what a terrifying name terrifying (laughs) i know we didn't know what was gonna hit us then covid came i know million times crazier i i cannot believe that covid actually happened i cannot believe it seems like an (laughs) actual dream that like a fever dream it is so weird and I feel like collectively as a society we are all just now picking up the pieces of that even when we went to the Dear Dear Media event in Austin just barely I was like it feels weird to when I'm really thinking about it it feels weird that I'm with a bunch of people Mm -hmm. at one of these events again like I thought I would never see the day even though we've you know we've done our live shows and we've been at events but no everyone's like masks forever and it just is like even networking mm-hmm. with people. I'm like, this is out of my wheelhouse at this point. Yeah. I still feel like I'm um, trying to dip my toes back into like socializing and networking again. No, for sure. And I think a lot of us did leave that event a little sniffly. 
Mm. I've seen a couple of people from that event be like, I'm not, I, I caught a cold. I'm like, great. Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, well, my life update is that Chelsea blocked my number. <laughs> so it's been the most annoying two weeks of my life. She doesn't answer a single one of my calls and, and by, she doesn't answer by my blocking text. your number, I actually prioritized it and put it in like the top bubbles on my phone. But that has caused, uh, I'm over that part now. What do you mean you're over it? I, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm used to seeing those bubbles now. Yeah, you know how on your phone you can like put a few people in your text messages at the top. So I have Leif, Chelsea, Beth. I think those are the only ones I have. So you did that. You changed yeah. my name to one of those, but then you wouldn't see texts come through. No, because it wasn't the top left one. So at first I was thinking if the, if a new text came in, yours w- your bubble would pop to the front of the line, you know? Oh. But it didn't. So then I would just see like at Nick's at the top and I'm like, oh, you didn't, no text. So I didn't get any new text. And then I've also had, well, Austin, my, um, the reason you kept calling me and I wasn't even answering or my phone went to <laughs> just voicemail is because I have a sleep, not timer on, but you know how you can put your phone on different modes, like do not disturb. I have mm-hmm. sleep on from 10 to six. Okay, but so there you were, were many other me. times midday where I would call but straight then, to voicemail. Then I had still had my phone on from on airplane mode at one yeah. point. I don't believe a lick of this. She has blocked my number, you guys, and we are fighting. Like, I I got uh, to the point, I texted her, or I called her. It just, I'm talking immediately to voicemail, not even one ring, just yeah. ding. I'm like, great. And I, we have to call each other all the yeah. time for work stuff and like text each other for things constantly. And I remember we I don't just have text, to. We get to. Yeah, excuse me. We get to. And I texted her immediately after. Let me find it. I was just like, like, let me guess. You're not going to get this text either with heart eyes. Literally didn't reply to me for hours. <laughs> I felt like a little kid who missed their, or a, when I was in teen, uh, my teenage years out and about, and I would see that my mom had called me an hour before and I'd missed it. And I'm like, oh, shiz. I looked at my phone. And I'm like, Oh, please. I looked at it. It was like, you're not going to see this text for a while. Hard eyes. I'm like, please tell me this was two minutes ago. I checked. It was an hour ago. Like, oh. <laughs> Dang, I can't find it. Oh, I just said, call me. Didn't reply. Let me guess. You're not going to see this text either. <laughs> <laughs> Replies literally an hour later. I cannot. So uh, the girls are fighting so and bad. I can never get a hold of her. I know. But has it been better the last couple days? It has. No? It has been. I, it's because I've gotten used to the bubbles now. And my calls aren't blocked. I'm like, and I unblocked you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not mad at you anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that actually is so annoying. That's, uh, I'm giving my mom, honestly, being unattainable. Unreachable. Yeah. And unless she tries to call me, she'll try and call me. Nothing FaceTime me right before our show the other night, literally our Orange County show, minutes before going on stage, I get a FaceTime for my mom. I'm like, oh, maybe she's like trying to wish me luck or something. But why would yeah. she face, FaceTime me? She just texts me. She's like, oops, sorry. Forgot you had your, your uh, <laughs> show tonight. Good luck. I'm like, oh, great. That is giving me the same energy, actually, just going back, back in my memories. But when I was in high school, my mom would, no joke, drop me off at dance. I had dance at the same time, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And she would call me. Be like, where are you? <laughs> dance. <laughs> You quite literally dropped me off here. <laughs> and then it got even worse when I started driving myself to dance. Calls me. Where are you? <laughs> I'm at dance. I've had the same schedule for months, years, actually. We got to cut uh, her some slack. She had six kids no, to, be, it's true. to be focused on. It's that true. is so funny. <laughs> now with Find My Friends, I'm sure it makes um, yeah. I'm sure it makes it so much easier. My mom. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm calling I'm calling this out right now. Oops, but whatever. What? My mom's like, Carter's find my friends isn't working lately. I'm like, yeah, he took you off. She's yeah. like, no. She's like, no, he didn't. I'm like, he 100 percent did. 100. <laughs> percent Yeah. He literally took you off find my friends because it doesn't just not work. No. Randomly. <laughs> I was dying. Oh my gosh, my mom sent out a thing a couple months ago, and she was like. Hey guys, would love it all if all of you accepted my request on like, is it Friends 360, Life 360, where they can see you? Because she doesn't have Apple, so she doesn't have Find My Friends. Oh, okay. I don't know Life 360, but that sounds… It's, I think it's essentially the same thing. thing. It's like they can see your location and stuff. And five out of ten, or five out of six kids were like, nah, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has mine, which is… Like, which is a blessing and a curse. No, I don't really care that she has it. No, yeah. But 
I think the only reason I don't care if she started calling me and was like, I saw you're here. I see her. <laughs> yeah. You're done. You're off. Like, don't acknowledge pretty much anyone. Don't yeah. acknowledge where I am no. unless like you need to yeah. for some reason. Unless you're concerned about me. Yes. No, 100%. Like, you don't need to see my every move. Yeah. You, you can, but don't talk to me about it. Exactly. Why were you here? Um, On Sunday, I saw you were here. <laughs> yeah. You're off. You're done. <laughs> I'm screaming. I know all of us. Well, Lad and I are are the ones who are married, and we're like, we don't need it because we have our spouse, spouse. has it, yeah. you know. And I'd rather fill you in on where I'm at. Yeah, you know, you feel free to ask anytime. Yeah. I get it. I get it. If you have kids who are out and about late at night, I actually do understand wanting their location, but yeah, not mine. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes you look back at the last couple days or the last week of your life and you realize, why am I feeling so burnt out? Why am I feeling so tired? And you see that you've been spending way more time thinking about what other people need and not as much time thinking and caring for yourself and doing what needs to be done to get your self-care in. So how do you balance the two? You know, caring and being a good friend and a good wife, partner, whatever it is, and also making sure that, you know, you're being cared for as well. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. But when we all spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. I know therapy has helped me so much when I've been struggling with self-confidence or anxiety and making sure that I can get my mindset where it needs to be so that I am the best version of myself so that I can take care of others to my best ability. I think sometimes also when you're just so in your head um, and you haven't verbally processed or, or explained like what you feel like you're going through, sometimes just talking about things really lessens the burden and can help you kind of know what to do next or what steps to take next. I think this is a perfect episode for us to be talking about therapy because, um, yeah, sometimes you just got to focus on you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge, which is great. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash what we said today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash what we said. My favorite reason for having fun, my friends, is... Or if I'm meeting someone somewhere and I like I want to see yeah. if they're close. Yes, 100%. Like it's actually so nice for that. Yeah, that's true. I'll go through phases where I check find my friends a lot. Like I'll just yeah. see where all my friends see are doing, what everyone's up to. <laughs> I saw this TikTok. It was a video of this girl. And it was like me checking my find my friends as if they're my avatars and seeing <laughs> them at home safe and just being able to take a deep breath. Like, oh. No, literally. They're all was, where they're supposed to be. There was this one time where all of the people my find my friends were at their physical home yeah like I could see it was like you know the the names of the cities yeah. where they all live and because a lot of my friends travel and stuff like some of the people that I have on there mm-hmm. like when I see it it'll be some random do you have a lot of people on find my friends I only probably have four or five I probably have like ooh, I don't actually know maybe seven or eight really yeah wow um that's a lot really you're a mother <laughs> I'm a mother but I just seven or eight little chicks. <laughs> I like look and it's just everyone's like literally and I clicked on each individually and they're literally in their home. I'm like, wow, I'm gonna sleep good <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah. Everyone uh, is truly where they're meant to be. It is so funny when your friends travel and you see them in the middle of nowhere. Or so oh, far. It's literally, weird when they're so far away. One day I texted Tyson when I'm actually the annoying like mom, but I texted him. I'm like, What what are you doing? Like, I've checked your friend, my friends. Every time that I saw your find my friends today, one time you were in Florida, Texas, and then LA. Like it was a million places. It was because he had layovers. He was oh, flying. Yeah. And I didn't realize he was flying that day. So I texted him. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, where are you? I'm are like, you you've okay? been in three states today. Yeah. What's happening? He's like, he's like, wow, you're really on it. Yeah. It's like I had to have checked it at, at every the, point. That exact time. Yeah. That is so funny. That kind, that kind of leads us into the topic of today's episode. FOMO. Yeah, that actually does lead perfectly. I wonder if Find My Friends adds to FOMO. Like um, if you see all of your friends. Have you ever seen, Have you ever? has that ever happened to you? No, I would be disgusted. Like think if you saw all of your friends who specifically live by you and they're all just together and you didn't hear a word of it. 
if you're not planning my surprise party, I, I better have missed a text. Honestly, I probably did miss a text. Yeah, honestly, you're probably blocked. So, no, I was I was actually thinking about FOMO. And I was <laughs> thinking good. I would I would be so mad. Like, you know how people are like, it's so weird when people get upset they weren't invited. Like, like your friends can hang out without you. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> yeah, what yeah, do you yeah. mean? No, I was if thinking the same thing when I was prepping for All my friends were together. Yeah. If literally I look and on find my friends, it's like you, Rachel, Danny. Ty- yeah. Like if all my friends were together without me, I would be so offended. 100%. Sorry. It, it's especially if it's more than two people. Like I totally yeah. get if two people are hanging out without me. 100%. But if it's a group get together, what's the reason for me? Yeah. What was the reason? That's anxiety inducing. It's like, why was I not even included? <gasps> no, Ew. I hate that. I was thinking the same thing as I was prepping for this episode. I'm like, oh, come on, you guys. Who cares? Your friend's getting out without you. You don't need to be everywhere. I do. I do need to be everywhere. And I need to know everything. Otherwise, I don't feel safe. I don't no. feel um, secure. Two people is okay. Three people mm, is a crowd. That's, we're, getting, we're getting a little crazy there if I wasn't invited. There's three people and I'm not invited. What's the worst case of FOMO you've ever had? Like, do you remember a certain time where you were like, I might end the friendship? Think back. I'm trying to think deep. Like high school, middle school, was there a party? Like a a birthday party you weren't invited to? A trip you weren't invited on? Okay, the only thing that's coming up in my mind, there's no memories from like childhood of that, but I do remember kind of some friends getting together for like, it must have been a birthday. A birthday or a trip. I I remember specifically feeling like you weren't my best best friends, but I remember thinking I was kind of shocked I wasn't invited. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's and the worst. It was like a few years ago, and I remember being like, "Huh? Did you do anything about it? No. Well, what just, would I do? Well, I'm just saying, like, did you text them or something or show up? I'm like, yeah. hey. Well, not that you needed to. I'm just trying to get to the bottom. Of, I'm just trying to get to the root. <laughs> no, I did not text or anything. Oh. You just, just accepted it. Yeah. I'm like, that's the lesson <laughs> of the episode. Just let it go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I've never had something super deep where it's like literally all my best friends. I would absolutely, if if all my current best friends were together for someone's birthday and didn't invite me, yeah. uh, 100% I would be texting or calling saying, what the heck? What like, if it I was do something? a birthday for sure? I feel like an event or a special occasion, there's a reason you're not invited sometimes. It's like, why am I not there? If it's for your literal birthday, you have to think of everyone, you know, or like mm-hmm. a wedding. But it hurts sometimes too when it's just a casual hangout and it's like a bunch of your friends and not you. You're like, okay. You know, mm-hmm. that hurts as well. I, I'm but it's thinking like sometimes I, I would get it though. I'm thinking it really is not. Well, it just well, really e- depends on Even the- if it's excusable it still hurts your feelings. Mm-hmm. Even if that you have no business being there, it still can hurt your feelings. True. I, uh, I was thinking about this one time when I was younger. I was probably, I don't know, eight, seven, nine, somewhere around there. It's still in the age of playing, like asking your friends to play, but not super young, where obviously I didn't remember because I remember the story very well. I was hanging out with two of my friends and they we were like a trio like our best friends and I think I had to go to soccer or something some kind of sport or dance class or whatever and my two friends were over at my house and I had to go in a little bit and so one of my friends was like well I live really close like do you want to just come over to my house and we can keep playing while Chelsea goes to soccer I remember you told this yes and I was like uh, felt like I had freaking stabbed in the back. And I would have to like, when I leave, you're leaving. Yeah. The fun you, stops you, now. The fun <laughs> stops now. This does not continue. You once go home I'm and do your homework, yeah. ma'am. I went and told my mom and she was like, who cares, Chelsea? Just let them go. I was like, I can't believe they're going to play. Like, that's so mean that she invited her in front of me. And my mom was like, literally, who cares? Like, let them go play. It has nothing to do with you. And I was like, okay, valid. But then something happened with when my other friend or sorry, with those same friends, I was over at their house and she had to go to, you know, some kind of class or something. 
And I was like, oh, perfect. Well, now it's my turn. You can come over to my house because I live super close. And she was not okay with it. Her mom came and yelled at me and was like, literally was like, my daughter would never do this to you, blah, blah, blah. Having an adult yell at you is terrifying. And I swear from that point on, I remember wait, being- Wait, wait, Let me get this clear. Just to cl- for clarification. Yeah. It was the same scenario. But yeah. But now it was the girl who did the inviting. Yes. She had to go. Yeah. And you were saying yeah. to the other friend, you're like, oh, well, then you can just come play yes. at my house. So same exact thing reverse. Same exact thing. The the mom quite literally said, my daughter would never do this to you. And in my head, I'm like, what? She literally has. And my mom told me to suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom's yelling at me. Yeah. And I remember being like, thinking, yeah, now that I'm in the other position, it has nothing to do I with I wish her. you could still play, but you have to go, yeah. you know? And from that point on, I do feel like I've always made an effort because I kind of remembered how bad it feels to not be included and like how much of a reaction I got from there. Honestly, I was probably scarred. But I always tried to include people from that Mm -hmm. point on. Like, even if it was like, uh, I don't know, they don't know everyone as well. Maybe it'll be a little awkward. I always tried to make sure that everyone felt included or at least invited, even if they didn't come. Because you know how bad it feels. But with that being said, it's impossible to make sure everyone always feels included. Definitely. So then you know that on the other side, when you get left out, it's not, they're not even thinking about you. And even though that no, hurts, it does hurt. the world doesn't revolve around you. And that's, that's a hard lesson to, to learn. I was thinking, remember how, well, what are our thoughts on, on a three, a trio friendship? Maybe this is a hot take and maybe this is my uh, wishful thinking or just excuse. But I, I think the only way a trio can work out actually is if two of them are related and one of them is not. Because mm. I was even thinking like with me, you and Abby, there's something different because me and Abby are actually related. Like we're actually sisters. And then me and you are best friends. And then Abby just moved here and like you guys are getting closer. And so then you can you have a reason for if they hang out without you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they're distinct, different relationships, relationships and they're not equal necessarily. Mm-hmm. They're different. Yes, exactly. It makes sense because I feel like trios can get messy when you expect the same from both of the other people in the trio. And if totally. they start hanging out without you, and you feel like there's no reason for them to, that could be. Have you ever been in, in a trio? Not really, but I was thinking like about a long-lasting trio. <laughs> def- well, apparently not. <laughs> yeah. But I think remember when we were in high school. I wouldn't say it was a trio as the thing. I wouldn't say it was a trio. But remember, there was a girl who. So she technically introduced me to Chelsea, yeah. and then me and Chelsea like hit it off, and were just probably extremely annoying and like yeah. just attached at the hip and she got mad at me Mm -hmm. she was like I that like I introduced you to her like I introduced you to this friend group and then you just like take her away basically but the lesson from that first of all it's been a decade and look where we are there was a reason it's kind of well that's a horrible um (laughs) that's a horrible uh what's the word comparison I was about to say it's it's like when people cheat but then they get married (laughs) Like, well, okay, it makes a little bit of sense. But what the point is, obviously, we were mm-hmm. attached at the hip for a reason. You know, we have friend chemistry. Not just in spite of others. Yes, yeah. has nothing to do with anyone else. So I do get the sentiment of, like, you introduce your friend to someone and then they become oh, closer. Yeah. For You're sure, like, that, cool. that stings. Yeah, It stings. But at, but at the same time, you kind of have to let, let life take its course mm-hmm. and be like, okay, if they're super close, there's obviously a reason they get along so well it's like who am I to interfere with that yeah exactly but easier said when you're the people who are like yeah just having fun living in la la land no 100% I'm picturing as you're saying that like introducing somebody into the group and like imagine you bring a friend and then me and that friend just become best friends and we go off and like kind of stop talking to you (laughs) so That just gave me a pit in my stomach and I know as I'm I was thinking okay. that I'm like actually you know what we're down bad for that <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's hard female friendships are kind of hard like that it's like so emotionally you're so connected in a way that you're not connected with 
the men in your life. You know what I mean? And you, it's weird because you have no, what is that thing about female friendships? It's like platonic female friendships are, there's no reason for you to be committed to each other besides the fact that you just like each other. Right. You there's just enjoy each other's presence. You. you don't have a kid together. Mm-hmm. You don't, you didn't get married and have a commitment. Like you're yeah. just kind of friends because you like each other. Yeah. Like you like being around each other. Yeah. So there's something to that that makes it a little more. It's like if Oof. you have a long lasting friendship. Mm-hmm. It's honestly more impressive more than a marriage. <laughs> it is. I'm like, and we should focus on that more than our marriage. No, but it's it's almost more impressive because yeah. it's like, I mean, now we're we're us uh, specifically we're uh, in business together, so I guess we have that tying us. Yeah, but I don't know. That's very that's very interesting. I know it's so interesting. Basically, you're valid for feeling left out. I, I have a definition of FOMO in case you don't know what it is. If you've been living under a rock, but. FOMO's feeling like you're missing out on, well, it stands for fear of missing out. It's a acronym. Yeah, thank you. Is feeling like you're missing out on new experiences, content, trends, and even investments can make us feel like we're falling behind. FOMO is caused by feelings of anxiety around the idea that, it, that an exciting experience or important opportunity is being missed or taken away. This is very interesting. FOMO is generated by the, wait, FOMO is generated by the amygdala the part of the brain that detects whether or not something is a threat to survival. Hmm. So there's a reason, okay? You're not just crazy. cuckoo. This part of the brain perceives the impression of being left out as a threat, creating stress and anxiety. A person will be more likely to experience FOMO if they are already highly sensitive to environmental threats. This includes people who struggle with social anxiety, obsessive or compulsive behaviors, including diagnosed OCD, or have a, for- or have a form of emotional trauma in their past. So you're not just crazy and too sensitive if you're feeling FOMO, if you're feeling left out. It doesn't mean that you're a loser. It just, it's an actual thing that happens in your brain to be like, wait, am I in danger of being (laughs) kicked off the island? Yes. I was going to say, I think the feeling that comes up for me when I picture FOMO, if I'm putting myself in a situation where I'm like, oh, all my friends are together, but I'm not there. Let's even say I got invited, but I just couldn't go. Or like I'm out of town and all my friends are having a girls night without me. I think the fear would be they're all getting closer and I'm not there to also experience that. So then, I mean, this is like going to an extreme, but it's like, but then what if I can't go to the next girl's night too? And then they get so much closer and then I'm out, Mm -hmm. I'm left out again. And it's like, then I'm not moving behind. Yes, I'm being left behind from like the levels of closeness. Yeah. Essentially. It's true. That is, it is scary. And and I feel like not only in friendships, but in this day and age, relationships also mean, and especially in our business, but they mean business opportunities as well. So it's like, okay, you don't go to this event, right? Okay, that's fine. But you see all the stories later of all of them. They're like, I met this amazing person and now we're doing this together and this and this and this. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I could have missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime because I didn't go and push myself to socialize, you know? Mm-hmm. And while that may be true, you might, I'm like, have- you did miss out. But you could have, but you that's why you have to trust your gut and go when you want to go and don't go if you don't actually feel like it. I was telling Chelsea from this weekend when we went to Austin, I'm like, someone could literally, I will say in the past, I never, I have never been really one to, uh, in the past, overthink social situations. I I wasn't someone who would go and then immediately get my car and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. Oh, I wonder if they liked me. Like, I truly feel like I was pretty just like, cool. That was a fun experience. Didn't yeah, overthink. I said what I said. I said what I said. Like, I think it, it was great. And we all got along. And I didn't overthink them too much. But in the past, in the most recent years, and I don't know, again, if it's the pandemic. I feel like that probably has something to do with it. Like, I, f- I don't know if I feel like I lost my social skills or I'm getting older now and I'm in more business positions. So I'm like, trying to network and make sure people like I don't know what the thing is but when we got done with that weekend I was telling her people literally after like we we met a bunch of people and it was so fun and (laughs) afterwards they're like literally say the words I'm obsessed with you I'm obsessed with you guys it was so fun to meet you and we're all hugging we're like that was so fun and I leave and I'm like oh my gosh like (laughs) again they liked me (laughs) I'm insatiable I'm like she could have literally bowed at my feet and I'd be like oh I feel like I said something weird like 
did she really like me? Mm-hmm. It's just funny. Just like, overthinking why? everything. No, yes. I feel the same way. We were joking about it on our way to the airport. We were like, it's so crazy because we were talking about these things. I was like, when I said this, was that just like so dumb? And JC's like, no, I didn't remember that. And like vice versa. And we're like, you know what? Everybody walks away from these situations probably overthinking. They probably thought that was whatever, whatever. We're like, no, we're just literally <laughs> the only ones. Like everyone's self-conscious. They're like, I had a blast. <laughs> yeah. And I have not thought a single thing about it. But I actually do think that most people, especially if they do have a little bit of anxiety or if they have, if you're in a, in a situation where you put pressure on yourself, it makes it so much worse. I perform worse. I am more mm-hmm. awkward. I regret everything I say when I leave. I'm like, when I'm, I'm trying, the dumbest bitch alive. No, literally when I'm trying to, and there were a few moments where I knew, I knew in my heart I was trying. <laughs> yes. And I felt oh. so dumb. I felt so dumb after I'm like, the dumbest thing I could have said. Because <laughs> I was trying, trying to be so funny. Hard. Like trying you want to be them like, to like you so bad. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, they probably, it's oozing out of me too. They're probably like, I literally don't like yes. you now because they're trying too hard. No, let's just be honest. Okay. We went to this, event in Austin with so many other podcasters specifically who we look up to or social media people who we look up to and love. And going into that, it's not the same as just going to a random place and meeting random people you've never heard of, never talked to, and you're just open and there's no you expectations. All have preconceived notions. Yes. And so you want to be also, especially if you don't feel like, yeah, you no, can't be I was satiated. a clown. I was a clown. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you just want to be liked. You want them to think that you are cool and on their level. Totally. And the imposter syndrome kind of comes in where you're like, no, but you're trying to convince yourself so hard. You're, you're cool. You got this. Like, you know, but you're just. But you're not. You're a clown. And that's what I'm trying to not. grapple with at this moment right now. Remembering some of my interactions. Kill no, me. I just, oh, I can't be natural. <laughs> I can't be natural. So hard. And then I hate myself. I'm like, why do I care more about these people just because they what have more followers? That is so shallow. Like, I don't no. need to try harder. And then I go back and I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't need to try harder. That is so... Why am I doing that? I'm making a fool out of myself. Like, just be yourself. And then you do... You perform way better. Totally. And that's just... That's something... I'm embarrassed of myself for that. I'm ashamed. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of the way I've acted. I'm kidding. I think that we both were completely normal. I'm... We're kind of exaggerating but I do think that when the stakes are higher when you feel like okay like we you know I've looked up to these people for so long you want to be if you want to be friends with someone even it's like even if you are hanging out with someone I felt the same way when I was in high school or something I remember actually in sixth grade I had there was this group of girls and they were all super close and I considered them to be the popular girls and I feel like when I actually started hanging out with them the first couple times, I probably tried too hard to be somebody that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually just started being myself, it was like, oh, we can actually be friends and I don't have to, you know, have these expectations of like, you need to like me. I need to be liked by you and accepted by your group. We are going to jump into an ad really quick to talk about Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. I found this app at the perfect time to save me money because as I was looking through my purchases, my subscriptions on Rocket Money, I realized I had two freaking Hulu accounts that I was paying for every month and I had been doing that for two years. (laughs) Um, The average American thinks that they spend $80 a month on subscriptions, but you would be shocked to know that they actually spend about $200 without realizing it. So if you don't know exactly how much you are spending every month, you need Rocket Money just like I did. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It is that easy. They literally do all of it for you, which is best case scenario. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. This is a great tool if you're trying to save some money, save up, and you kind of just want to see your expenses laid out for you, but you don't want to do all that work yourself. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses 
the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash what we said. That is rocketmoney.com slash what we said. Rocketmoney.com slash what we said. Go check it out. You know, I was thinking recently we should have a little team team event, you know, mm-hmm. with Abby, Keaton. Um, Abby's not necessarily on the, on the <laughs> team, but who cares? Leif, Nick, just everyone. Yeah. Basically, team meeting, a.k.a. all of our friends our and friends, family. yeah. And go to Top Golf. I would love that. Because Top Golf is such a fun place to go with a group, whether it's a date night, whether it's just a fun group of people or coworkers. It's kind of one of those places where you can't go wrong. You know, you're just going to have fun no matter what. So they've got a bunch of stuff that makes them golf. They have clubs, balls, tees, turf, even a ball picker up or cart thing. But they also have a bunch of stuff that's not golf, including loud music, giant targets on the giant fairway, giant TVs, handcrafted food and beverage menu. And they even have a whole day each week dedicated to more play for less pay which is Tuesday, the best day of all, which we know as Valley Girls. So on Tuesday, all gameplay is half price, giving players more reason to come play around. Like JC said, they have good food, good music. It's a really fun place to hang out if you're going on a date, a group date, a work event, if you want to get the family together. And it kind of evens out the playing field. So I'm not scared to go against Nick, who golfs all the freaking time. Okay, I have this weird confidence in me that I could beat him if I, you know, focused a little harder than usual. The vibes are immaculate, especially because they have cooled bays in the summer. And so if you live in Arizona like we used to, that is a huge plus and that's where everyone will be going when it's a million degrees outside. But they also have heated bays in the winter if you live somewhere chilly. So it's golf. It's not golf. It's top golf. Pro tip, download the app and book ahead of time to come play around on Half Price Tuesday or any other day. Go check it out. You know what I think it is for me that I was just reflecting on while you were talking is I was telling Chelsea at the event, I was like, I had a realization today. I used to be in my networking collaborative era. Like, when I did Instagram, I, it, it, but the thing it is, it was a little more natural, but I met so many of my friends, Tyson, Tessa, Zoe, like tons, Kemper, Del- I've met all, literally so many of my best friends from Instagram and we would meet and then we, Aspen, all like Kristen, mm-hmm. so many of my friends, we would meet, we would become friends naturally and then we would you know, sometimes make content together. And those relationships, not that they were like, that was the reason, but it definitely helped all of us. Like specifically when we were starting Instagram, Tyson and I would shoot, we would tag each other. Tessa, like we would all, we'd go on trips, we'd tag each other. It was networking. But it was also like, we're really good friends as well. And in the recent years, again, probably pandemic and just whatever, maybe even getting older. I'm like, wow, I'm not, I have not been in that era at all. Like I haven't, I've had the same friends for a long time, which is awesome, but I haven't made like any new social media friends really the past. That's not true, but not as many. That's not like my MO anymore. It's not like my MO. Oh, like I want to, you know, we follow each other. Let's get together. Let's go on a trip together. That used to be the thing. Yeah. And now it's like, I just, I'll, I'll have mutuals on TikTok and stuff and we'll maybe sometimes comment or DM, but like, We're never like, hey, are you coming to LA? I want to meet you. So I was, and I was saying, some of that reason I think is because now when I'm in work environments where I should be networking, but I'm with Chelsea, it doesn't feel like I'm working because I'm with my best friend. So it feels like I'm just socializing. It doesn't feel like I'm in a work environment where when it was me on my own, I felt more like, okay, it's just me out here. I got to like gotta make grind. friends with people and I got to grind. Yeah. But now I'm with you. I'm like, eh. I know. it's You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's almost, yeah, I'm your downfall. No, I you're get not it. Like downfall. <laughs> you're like, my success has plummeted since you've come into my life. No. It's you know just I'm less say? interested in yeah. being like, let's become best friends and go on a trip. I'm like, I already, like, I have my best friend with me. We can like make friends with other people and have fun conversations, yeah. but I'm not like, let's make a TikTok. Let's do this. Because yeah. I'm just not in that mindset when I'm hanging out. Totally. And I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I feel like I was just going to say when you were talking, when I'm in situations like that by myself, 
I, you do kind of have to push yourself out of the boundaries, which I think can be a good thing going by yourself anywhere. It's like, okay, I have to force myself. I don't know anybody. I have to, you know, go introduce myself and whatever. Mm -hmm. But there is something, we're very lucky to be able to go to those things together and be so close because it gives you, you, I'm more myself when I'm around you. So then when I'm meeting other people, I feel like I have this like, safe space like a cushion a to crutch. be like yeah like a crutch no but you know what I mean I have like somebody who already understands me so I feel more empowered to be myself I'm not just like oh okay if if literally I start speaking and all these people that don't know me don't like me I'm out of here by myself you know yeah definitely like if they don't like us we leave together <laughs> and get to go watch catfish it's true <laughs> no I feel that I, which is I good think I think it's a lucky thing that we have it's true Because I do feel more, that's spot on. It's like, I feel more comfortable with you there. So I'm just like less. And we can play off of each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do bits together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The whole nine yards. Um, So what we're trying to cultivate in life is is JOMO. JOMO. Joy of missing out. Love that. I thought this was interesting. I was reading this thing about how, you know, a lot of the things that we have FOMO over are not super important when it comes down to it it's a lot it's like oh this party or this event or maybe a work thing and maybe sometimes you get FOMO for you know if your family's all together or something and you're not but it was just talking about how people on their deathbed normally don't regret the missed parties or like the missed superficial friendships but they regret the deeper stuff like the long dinner conversations that they had with close friends or family or not being true to themselves or developing deeper relationships, like not practicing enough self-love. So it's interesting that, you know, we're so worried about missing out on a lot of things that probably at the end of the day don't matter a whole lot. And And so instead, it would be great if we could have FOMO over the moments that are really, you know, watching a sunset or being with loved ones or like laughing at your friend's joke. You're going to say watching a Suns game. Uh, watching a Suns <laughs> game. Traveling and like enjoying good food mm-hmm. with your fe- your friends or your family. You know, instead of kind of more silly experiences. And I'm not trying to like invalidate anyone, but I just feel like a lot of times, well, which leads me to social media just, what's the word? Not expedites. Accentuates. Accentuates. It it makes it so much worse. FOMO. It makes FOMO so much worse when you're physically seeing people just (laughs) at events doing stuff 24-7 and you're not there. 100%. It's so interesting because I… I have FOMO, yeah, if my siblings all hang out together or, you know, or there is like an event I didn't get to go to or wasn't invited to or something like that. And… In the moment, okay, so say I'm making dinner, right? And I go on my phone while something's cooking (laughs) and I'm fine. I'm having a great day. You know, I'm happy. Then I go on my phone and I see that something's happening right now that I'm not invited to and suddenly I'm sad. Nothing about my actual reality changed, like what I was doing and how my day was going in my physical world around me. Nothing changed except my perspective. That's the only thing that shifted and now I'm miserable. So it just shows you how powerful your mindset is when it comes to these things. And it's really only if we see what's happening. And that's why social media has made it so much worse because now we are taken out of the present moment so often because we see, oh, this person's, we see literally hundreds, possibly thousands of things that we weren't doing that day. Yeah. It can really, what is the freaking word? I want to say it again, but it's not expedite, exacerbate maybe. It, it can really make it so much worse. I actually remember, which this is, this was funny and not at all like, it didn't truly make me have FOMO, but I remember um, when we were at our San Francisco show, someone for the Q&A asked specifically about FOMO. They were like, how do you not have FOMO? Like, she was like, how do you not have FOMO that you're not on the Tarte trip? Yeah. <laughs> the Tarte cosmetics, like, Turks and Caicos trip or whatever. And I was thinking about the fact that like, I did have a few moments of FOMO with that when I'm seeing all these like, you know, influencers on this beach together. And like a lot of them I follow or I'm like mutuals, mutual friends, whatever. And they're all like on this beach in this amazing villa. 
And I definitely had moments of like, oh, dang, it looks so fun. But while I'm thinking that, we are on tour in San Francisco at a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's so crazy that I would even... And it's like you said, it's like nothing changed about my reality other than knowing that they're in Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I didn't have TikTok, I wouldn't even know they're there. I would just be like, this is the best weekend traveling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that wasn't like a horrible crippling thing to me by any means. But yeah. it, it's like, I did have those thoughts of like, oh, that looks so fun. I hope I can go on one of those trips. Yeah. But it's like, I'm having <laughs> so much fun in with my the own Valley life. Girls. Yeah. Yeah. In my own life. It's just so weird. If you are trying to get into your coastal cowgirl summer era, or really whatever whatever era you're trying to enter this summer, Macy's has got you covered. They have so many cute boots, like little cowboy boots, cowboy hats, jewelry, swimsuits, towels, the whole nine yard. Anything you need for summer, Macy's has got you covered. They also have skincare, makeup, fragrances, like everything that you need. And Macy's Ultimate Shopping Event is going on now through Sunday, May 21st. So you can get an extra 10 to 25% off the latest designer looks and home decor. I just recently got a cute little black bikini from DKNY from Macy's. And they also have Free People. They have uh, the brand Levi's. They have really, I just got a cute towel as well to bring to the beach. So they really do have you covered and they have such cute brands. And not only that, but they have makeup, they have skincare, they have men's, they have children's stuff. They literally have everything. So check out Macy's.com to save before it's over. Again, it's going on now until Sunday. So if you go to Macy's.com and use the promo code SUMMER, that's S-U-M-M-E-R, you can get an extra 10 to 25% off the latest designer looks and home decor. Check out Macy's.com. Use the promo code SUMMER to save before it's over. Just a reminder that some exclusions do apply. See Macy's.com for details. And all of this will be linked in the show notes. So go check it out and get all your cute stuff for summer. We have a new show recommendation for you guys on Netflix, and it is Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. I have actually been seeing this all over my TikTok, and specifically I saw a TikTok today of this girl saying, and specifically today I saw a video of this girl being like me trying to convince all my friends to watch Queen Charlotte with me so we can all basically talk about it. So I think we need to do that as as Valley Girls as well. Queen Charlotte, A Bridgerton Story is a Netflix series based on the origins of the historical figure Queen Charlotte, but it is a work of historical fiction. Um, it's centered on Queen Charlotte's rise to prominence and power, and it tells the story of the young queen's marriage to King George and how it sparked both a great love story and a societal shift, creating the world of the tawn inherited by the characters in Bridgerton. It's also written by Shonda Rhimes, who serves as executive producer. The music, and if you've watched the other Bridgerton series, the music, the costumes, the scenery, the cinematography is just chef's kiss. And you know that I'm in my historical fiction era. So I also saw someone post after they watched this and they had tears in their eyes. So that's how you know it's, that's how you know it's good. So it is a story about how young Charlotte, young Agatha Danbury, and young Violet Bridgerton came to be the beloved and revered characters they are in Bridgerton. You learn how they found their place in power, all while navigating their personal passions and politics. The love between Queen Charlotte and King George is the love story to inspire all love stories, the kind of love that the entire town aspires for themselves. It's the myth that has set everything. The series has all the elements of Bridgerton, and the chemistry between young Queen Charlotte and young King George is steamy, which, you know... I love some steam. I love some sadness. I love some historical fiction. That's just a recipe for chef's kiss. They've got it all. So you can watch Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story now only on Netflix. Go check it out. It's hard to notice when you're doing it until all of a sudden you're feeling so sad and just bad about yourself because that's a common feeling when you do feel FOMO is why not me? Like, why wasn't I invited? Why didn't I get invited to that trip? Why wasn't I included in this business opportunity? Should I have done that earlier? You know, even seeing like, oh, that that thing was saying investments as well. It's like, oh, should I have bought a house? Everyone else is buying a house and now I'm scared that I'm like, they're buying a house and now I'm not. It just comes back to comparison. And, and, and so something that really helps me kind of just bring myself back to earth is checking my ego at the door and making sure that I'm uh, coming back to myself. And that means winding down my thoughts. In the book, Untethered Soul, he talks about how 
you can or you should be falling behind your thoughts. So when your thoughts are going crazy and you're lost in the mellow drama of what's happening in your thoughts, why wasn't I invited? Maybe it's because this, maybe it's because this, I said this and now they don't like me, blah, blah, blah. That's all going on just with your thoughts. You're not in the present moment. You can't even notice what's going on around you at that point. If you fall behind your thoughts, I like to think of a couple different, I'm a visual person. So sometimes I like to think of when I'm having thoughts like that, think of them being written on a whiteboard in my mind. And then as soon as the words are written, someone is wiping them off and they're erased immediately. Or picturing all of my thoughts kind of going around in a circle like they're on a merry-go-round and then slowly somebody flushes the toilet and they just start flushing down the drain. Those things really help just get out of your thoughts and get out of your um, negative thought patterns. And also I just like the phrase fall behind your thoughts because you kind of just go back to who you are, which is the observer of your thoughts. And it makes you feel humbled in a way where I actually saw this I can't remember if it was a video on like TikTok or what, but some celebrity was saying like, what if no one cares about me? And this guru was like, if no one cares about you, that's freedom. And I kind of thought about that like, oh, that actually is kind of true. And if you remember that the world does not revolve around you and that not everyone's going to be thinking of you and maybe you didn't even say anything bad, maybe no one just thought about you because they had other people on their mind, that that is okay because you are not the center of everybody very, else's universe. Very freeing, actually. Yeah. It and allows now, you to kind of act more freely and do whatever you want when you aren't bogged down by other people's opinions or what they're doing. Exactly. Caring so much about what other people think about you is like a prison. It really is. Mm-hmm. And when you can realize that nobody cares, and if they do care, it's just because of themselves. Like it, it goes all the way back to themselves then you can live freely. And it is such a freeing feeling. It's like a weight is lifted off of you to just remember that nobody cares that much. No one cares. Literally no one cares. Actually, (laughs) did you see my DM? The girl saying, no one cares. No one cares. When she had a point. Yeah. yeah. When she is the greatest philosopher of our time. Big sleigh, actually. I posted that I went to that playoffs game. She just said, no one cares. <laughs> Honestly, th- thank you for humbling me this morning. <laughs> so JOMO, which I was just talking about, is the joy of missing out. And it's basically just enjoying what you're doing in each moment without worrying about what everyone else is doing. Also, there have been so many times that I've looked at something online specifically and made myself miserable thinking about the reasons why I'm not there or why I should have been doing that or why I wasn't included, wishing I was included, whatever. And then when I actually was included in something similar or literally the same exact thing or that group of people, it's never as flawless as you fantasize it to be. Mm -hmm. It's like I was saying on last week's episode, a crush is just a lack of information. When you're looking at these things, the grass is always going to be greener because you're not going to be able to see everything that's going wrong behind the scenes. And you can enjoy where you're at, your present moment, just as much, if not more than that moment And it's because it's all your mindset. It has nothing to Mm. do with any of the um, people or any of that. So just remember that when you're looking at something and, oh, I wish so badly my life would be solved. It never solves your problems Mm -mm. to be somewhere else else, unless you change your mindset. That's what people were um, saying when I uh, posted on the stories and just asked for like, how do you prevent FOMO? And basically the opposite of FOMO is JOMO, like I was mentioning, which is the joy of missing out. And I think that's what we're all kind of striving for is just living life, doing what we want and not really caring if we're not invited or if we can't make it to something and because that doesn't make us less cool or anything. It's just, it just is what it is. And someone actually said, they were like, I picture myself there. What would I be doing? Who would I be talking to? Probably uninterested. <laughs> I'm screaming. And it's like, it's kind of true. It's yeah. like you said, sometimes when you like see something that looks so great on social media, if you really think about it and like, okay, if I was there, what would I be doing? A lot of times I've kind of done that too. And I'm like, I don't even think I'd really care to be there, actually. Yeah, you get there, you're super jet-lagged. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, gosh, we have to do this right now. Okay, I, now I'm kind of cold, you know. Yeah, whatever. It's it's like kind of nice. Maybe that's just uh, people are like, I literally just gaslight myself into thinking I wouldn't have fun. I'm like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But a ton of people, I mean, the major consensus was get off social media. Mm-hmm. Turn my phone off and watch a girly film. Do something else. 
by making it an active choice, recognizing that I had the option to go, but I needed a night for myself. And I think that's important too. Like if you do get invited to something and there's a difference between like self-isolation and like not going because you are scared and truly being like, I just don't have the energy and like I'm feeling really depleted right now and I just want a night to myself. I think that is really good to recognize and and to say no to stuff sometimes. Like you do not have to go. You know, I think I think a lot of people have some people have the problem where they don't leave their house enough and they don't say yes to enough. But I think some people have the opposite problem where yeah. they say yes to everything and sometimes you need to say no. You need to it's find a, the balance. Yes, it's a balance for sure. A lot of people said just invite yourself everywhere. Yeah. Which is great. Don't let myself miss out on something. Make the plans so that I don't feel left out. Which is actually pretty good advice because I think sometimes if you're like, oh, I just never get invited to something, anything, like you should make a plan and Mm -hmm. invite other people to it to kind of bring back the power to yourself and be like, I can also make plans. Yeah, I don't have to wait on everybody else. Yeah. Because you saying that is kind of putting yourself in a superior position like, well, why isn't everybody just waiting on me? Why isn't Mm -hmm. everybody inviting me, planning everything for me? Yeah. Yeah, I think anything that brings you back to the present moment of whatever you're doing, you can romanticize it, but acknowledging acknowledging that it's your choice to be what, doing what you're doing in this moment and taking it moment by moment. So if you do see someone and they're having a blast at a party on their social media or on their uh, stories or something, oh, that's fun that they're having fun. You don't have to bring yourself into it. You don't no. have to bring yourself into every equation. Just be like, oh, that's fun. You know what? If I ever got invited to that, I feel like I would want to go. Next time you get invited, yeah, actually, that looks super fun. You guys looked like you had a blast. I would love to come. And just be okay with yourself. I think it's like we were kind of saying at the beginning. If I ever get, if I'm ever overthinking it in my brain, like, okay, well, if I come, I better make sure they like me. I better make sure that I'm making it fun and, you know, being this and this. Then I go and I have a miserable time because I'm just stressed the whole time. Yes. And you leave and you're overthinking even more. Yeah. And when I just go and I'm like, I don't care if they like me. I I am more interested in having a good time. So let's see what the night brings. Then I have a blast. I have mm-hmm. so much fun. I do feel like also if you don't get invited to something, like make your own plans for yourself or for or with other friends or something. Like mm-hmm. if they're like, we're having a girls night and you didn't get invited. Again, depending on your friendship, you could be like, can I come? <laughs> But if you're like, it's better to not just sit at home and mope. I feel like it's better to be like, okay, I'm going to ask someone else to go to a movie with me tonight. Like, I want to do something. Mm-hmm. You, like you said, kind of acknowledging that you have the power to do what you want every day and every night, or whatever the case may be. So just because you didn't get invited somewhere doesn't mean like now you have to just sit at home. It's like, oh, well, now I just have to sit at home and do nothing. Why? Yeah. Go, on, go on a walk. Go to a restaurant. Go get food. Like, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Make a Pinterest board. Mm -hmm. I think you have to think about what matters to you as well. Mm -hmm. Not just what's going to look fun and cool on social media and make a post about it or to tell your friends about. What actually matters to you? What do you value in life? Exactly. Yeah, a lot of people just said like do things, doing things that makes me happy, like read, run, or cook. And I think that is a really just important thing. Like just get lost in a book, cook yourself something. You know, you mm-hmm. can still have your own fun yeah. with your own company, which is something that maybe we've done a podcast about. But yeah, I think we have like being your own best friend and just like, that's what I try and tell myself is like, once you really like who you are and you're comfortable being alone, sometimes I prefer it. Yeah. Sometimes I actually prefer it. Like I... I'm like, I literally want to just go pick up food and be in my car alone and like just turn on a playlist that I like or a podcast and just hang out by myself. Mm-hmm. I actually prefer that sometimes, which is a great place to mm-hmm. to arrive to at some point in your life. Again, everyone's different with just their desires with that stuff. But also, if it's any uh, if it's any comfort, a lot of people are like, it's taking me years, but now I just literally don't care. Yeah. Like I actually could not care less Mm -hmm. if I don't get invited to something. I do think when you are like living your own busy life, you start to definitely care a little bit less. And when you feel more confident. Mm -hmm. Because I know some really busy people who still get FOMO of things. I'm like, you don't even have time. You don't even want to do that. True. But if if you're confident and you 
you know, acknowledge that you do have the choice to mm, go do the things that you want to do in this life, then you're not going to be bothered by other people's decisions. No, definitely not. But yeah, a lot of people just said like unplug, doing self-care, working out, you know, deleting social media. That Those are kind of the main, the main things, which I think are all, all great advice. You could just, if you're feeling FOMO, just turn on our podcast. And we're right here. And we're right here to hang out with you for the night. Okay? You can get some food. They turn on. We're talking about our tour that they didn't get to go yeah, to. Yeah, really like, cool. It was once in a lifetime. <laughs> never to be done again. They're more sad. Uh, but yeah, we're all trying to cultivate some JOMO in our lives. Yeah. Is that a millennial? JOMO. I'm gonna, I'm it gonna is, get but I love t-shirt. it. I'm accepting the millennial parts of me day by day. I love that. I love, I actually love getting older. Like, I'm ecstatic for my 30s. Oh, 30s seem like the prime. Even 28 prime and 29. Time. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, 100%. It's been the best years of my life being in my later 20s. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. We're aging like fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for for writing in, helping out with those on that question box. If you guys want to be involved in any of our future episodes, Make sure and follow our Instagram. It's our hub for everything. If you want to be the first to know about merch, future tour, anything we have going on, it's at what we said podcast. And if you tag us on your story, we love to see that and we love to share. So give other people FOMO of what you're doing. Exactly. Make sure it looks so fun. And if you, everyone is leaving rating and reviews right now. So if you don't want to have FOMO, Make sure you also go and do that or else you're going to be you're not going to be included. Mm-mm. If you don't go and leave us a rating and review on the podcast app, Apple or Spotify, either one super fast and easy. Literally, I heard everyone's doing it. So you're going to be super left out. Uh, but yeah, make sure to follow our Instagram. We love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.